I will say this about Sandra Bullock. She is a dead ringer for dangerous era Michael Jackson. <laughs> Whoa, what? Um, <laughs> hmm. I feel like that's problematic, but I'm not sure how. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to a free free podcast my name is rob and i'm joined by my good friends boy and boy (laughs) and we are we sure this is you talking to us (laughs) (laughs) we're doing a special a special bonus episode that no one's asked for on on bird box including two-thirds of us yeah, <laughs> might might be all of us really at this point. Uh, but I mean, listen, Joe. To be to be fair, we decided to do this episode on a lark. <laughs> so let's just wing it. I mean, this this really is the canary in the coal mine to find out if this show will survive. Yeah, and if it you know if if it goes well, we'll find out if there'll be a next episode. Um, but hopefully, listeners won't migrate to another show. I'm sure you this two can the- make this fun. I have I have a feeling this episode will be foul. <laughs> okay. I just hope I don't right, pair it off of any of your points that you already were going to make. <laughs> All right. The Raven cried nevermore. <laughs> Stop. We're jumping on the Zeitgeist. Hold on. <laughs> Say that one more time. Did I miss No, I know you said it perfectly. Was, was so I just couldn't believe. Oh, uh, wait, wait. Did I say it right? It's church to say it again. Now, um, now it's in my head. I can't do it. Zeitgeist. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You said zeitgeist. Did I say it? Before it sounded like a, a title of a Woody Allen movie. <laughs> 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 Alright, so we're jumping on it. It's a story of Just a 15-year-old high school student uh, meeting a playwright <laughs> in the East Village. Oh, no. Oh. No. That was a Zelig reference out there for everyone. For all those. For everyone um, who's not hip to the early 80s Woody Allen movies. So this is, this is to be fair, uh, this is a, you know, this is a big deal for this tiny moment in time. I feel like six months from now, no one will be talking about this. Six, movie. Nothing six comes out in January. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know, end of December, early January 2019, this was, this is what the tweets were all about. Yeah, this... This fills the time between the new year and that, I don't know, that escape room movie or something. <laughs> so can we, are you guys okay? I want listeners to know that I want to open a spoiler door. Yeah. And I want to do that for two reasons. Because either you've seen this movie and you already know this, or you have no interest in ever seeing this movie, which is totally fine. Uh, and you just want to know what the big deal is all about. So I have in front of me, a plot summary that I wrote. <laughs> so, to make things easier, a lot of when we told via flashback, I will give you the plot as it takes place timeline-wise, so uh, linear from the beginning to the end. So we have Mallory. That's Sandra Bullock character. She is pregnant. Um, she treats being pregnant the way you would treat having athlete's foot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> something happens that results in most of the population of the world in killing themselves. 
Uh, a group of people, including Mallory, meet inside of a large house, and they try to survive. This is your um, every character common trope. You have police officer, nice guy, paranoid man, drug dealer, Reddit user, etc. <laughs> um, another pregnant woman becomes part of this house as well. Later on, after some trials and tribulations, they meet uh, a guy named Gary gets let into the house. Gary tells us that there's a bunch of people from the mental institute that actually like being outside and it doesn't make them kill themselves and they're running around wrecking havoc turns out guys shocking twist gary is one of these guys when gary, uh, gary screws everything up he does when olympia who is the pregnant woman i mentioned earlier and mallory are giving birth at the exact same time to two different kids which is very strange gary efficient, efficient births <laughs> yes uh, Gary pretty much kills everyone else by opening windows and wrecking havoc on the house. Um, Mallory, the two babies, and a nice guy named Tom escape together. So bored. They form a romantic <laughs> relationship. Tom is killed by crazy people, and Mallory escapes on a river with the kids named Boy and Girl to meet up with some mysterious people they received a message from. They survive the trip down the river and go into a school for the blind with mostly blind people. The end. <laughs> Did uh, I miss anything important? You, you should mention that boy is uh, Mallory's biological child, and yes, girl, girl is an girl is an orphan. Girl is Olympia's kid that was born within minutes in the same house. Yeah, but Olympia got overtaken by the darkness. Rob, why is it called Bird Box? It's called Bird Box because um, they find out that birds will make noises when the thing is around, whatever that thing is, the, the, the leaves that blow around in the wind. You know, in my experience, birds will make noises lots of times, so no, nothing <laughs> special for those birds. Yeah, the birds don't really do anything that useful um, ever in the movie. I mean, they like you said, they do kind of freak out, but it's a little little too late, birds. No, yeah, it saved them in the grocery store. But it didn't save them from Gary. And then Gary puts them in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Cold turkey style. Yeah. Rob, did you did you recognize Gary? Uh, what is he from? I, re- I he's like one of those that guys, but I don't. He's recognize. uh he's the the prime minister in Rogue Nation. Oh, yeah. Um, Also, I will say the best part about this movie is John Malkovich, because anytime John Malkovich can swear, I'm happy. Even even when John Malkovich is obviously just doing something for a paycheck, he's awesome. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, he was he was the best part. But that that is the movie. Um, So what I want to ask, this is kind of a very broad question, but I think we can really dig into this. What is this movie? I know. Okay. I, I have not read a word about it. So okay. I, okay. I have not read a word of a review. All I saw and was the like the Rotten Tomato score cuz I was a little curious. What is the score at this point? I have no idea. 60s. I isn't looked it? at it like a couple days after it came out and um I mean I've seen some people do some like tweets and stuff but that didn't really talk about the background. Here's my theory which I would assume is not true. But it Okay. So you know how Mulholland Drive was like a TV pilot and then the TV network was like, uh, no. So then David Lynch just went back and added things and turned it into a, a movie. 
Yeah. This is like yeah. a failed pilot for like uh, an FX show that they <laughs> they didn't pick up. So then they just um, like f- added tacked on like an ending, like all the stuff on the river and stuff, and t- like t- turned it into a complete story. It has hmm. uh, it has like the acting quality of like a show that's not quite good enough for FX. It has mm-hmm. like the. It has like a very television kind of look to it, like the cinematography. It does have, it does have Sarah Paulson, an FX staple. It does have like Hollywood capital H people in it too, though, which does every make show it a does little now. different. And and That's, does it does it because net Netflix has those deep pockets, baby. That's true, but uh, and and it um they let a woman direct it, which they typically only let they, they only let them <laughs> like do they that let for, a woman they only let them do that for tv <laughs> i like how you, i like how you said that like i let a dog in the house no i, I don't mean it like that's <laughs> it's good that this is the case but it just seems like it's far more common for female directors to work in television obviously that is changing rapidly and that's great but it's just another little extra clue and then um since netflix took it over uh, it, like b- bought the rights to it and they expanded it into a movie. Then they use the Netflix deep pockets to like uh, pay Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross to do the music. That's what, that was the one thing that they oh, added. God, to did it. they do th- I didn't even notice did that. Trent did Reznor they- did the music. Yeah. With his uh, like Atticus Ross's partner that- with, with Atticus Finch. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another bird reference. <laughs> it, 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 I, I um, didn't know that until I saw it in the credits and then I, thinking back on the movie i was like i guess it had some music but it looked like it was about seven and a half minutes worth of music that was just kind of repeated it was it was a little yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like i i i i'm a fan of trent Reznor, so i appreciate him just cashing a check here <laughs> but it, it, it do, yeah whenever the river showed up did you guys get did you, <laughs> did you get that feeling too that it was just like supposed to be like 50 minutes they put a lot of it money does, into the pilot it it didn't it get does, picked up, so it, then they just expanded it to a movie. It it, it does feel FXy. It feels like uh, what's Ryan Murphy said his name. It feels like he was involved in this. But he Ryan Murphy a, does better stuff than this. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I, it, it it looks like it has that kind of glossy FX sheen. I guess like what I think is so weird. So let me let me back FX up. FX sponsor bit. us. Come at us. <laughs> give a, give us money. Joe and Duff can attest to this. When I saw the trailer for Bird Box, I was like, ooh, I'm intrigued by this because I thought it was this idea that, like, whatever the bad guy was or whatever the bad presence is, that you would see it and it would, like, trigger whatever your deepest fear was, and then that's what you would see and you'd react to that. So I was hoping. And it sort of does, like a, right? Sort of. Well, no, I was. It's, here's what it's just mass. It's psychosis. It's mass. They say hysteria. it. You see like your saddest thing, or saddest moment, see, or whatever. It's kind of like a toss-off line, though. You don't really. Yeah. Well, she, and that lady uh, mentions like mom. Uh, so I, I kind of was hoping to be this. Here's what I was hoping to be in my head. I was hoping we'd see like Sarah Paulson's character. She's terrified of snakes, and all of a sudden she just sees, like, giant snakes all over the road and freaks out and crashes the car. And I was hoping it was just going to be stuff like that because, to me, well, that, would be funny. that would be fun. That would be funny. Right? All that stuff you would were, be fun. So you were hoping it was going to be a Nightmare on Elm Street-esque yes. cartoon, cartoonishness. Yes. Which, which I, I would also be on board. Someone walks out to this their front porch, and they see a clown and jump off it and impale themselves. Yes, yes, but, that's exactly what I wanted this to be, and that's what I thought it was going to be. 
What if you're, what if you're, you know, what if you have normal, like, midnight boy fears, like failure? <laughs> <laughs> it, the, the, then it's just your dad shaking his head at you, and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a standard deaf television. Dying with alone. A, it's a standard deaf television with a tape of every moment of your life, like, every day. Yeah. Playing on. on I mode. mean, it would be. And it would be fascinating to see that for, like, different characters in the movie, and I just thought, like, that would be fun. Instead, it is the opposite of fun. It's just people killing themselves, like, because of the blowing leaves or whatever they see. Like, it's just, like, it's it's just really it's, uh, dull. The, it's kind of the smoke monster from Lost. Yeah. That's kind of what it is. I was disappointed that it wasn't more ambiguous whether there even, like, was a thing. You know? Oh. Like, yeah, well, there, there, there's so much more drama if there is some tension about whether, like, do we really need to stay inside? Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, I agree. Okay, can can we talk about the logistics of this? Because I am confused, guys. I, okay. Because, uh, okay, first of all, if you see it on video, that counts. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> um, counts. As if you be, see it as, through as, a blindfold, it doesn't count. Yes, but apparently some cheap-ass uh, shade from uh, <laughs> JCPenney, once you pull that up, oh, man, that's it. You're done. Yeah. You, you yeah. just need the, same, and, and, you need the same eye security that you use to pretend you're not watching the sex scene in the movie with your parents in the room. <laughs> yes. You need to have the incognito glasses. <laughs> yeah, this... I'm really also apparently Gary goes nuts from drawings. Well, so or was Gary nuts? Gary already was. Yeah, Gary. Gary was. Uh, you know, this movie is very progressive in how it handles mental health. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Um, so Gary is someone from the mental institute who's now the loony t- bin. Totally fine. <laughs> the loony bin. <laughs> All these crazy people that now that this thing is out there are like oh it's beautiful this life's great this movie's stupid it's and so it made dumb. me mad it's so and it's terrible. just so it's so dumb and here's the other thing about it it's not scary no is no. it supposed to be i, hope, I don't I hope it isn't it's, it's there's <sighs> zero there's zero like scares or tension or anything like the best this is is someone holding a line walking with a blindfold on it I think the word uh, stupid is the word I would use for this movie. Oh, I was very disappointed, guys. I, I was hope... hoping it would be fun. And, I, and I've and i talked to other people who said, like, well, if you don't take it too seriously. I'm like, But it takes itself seriously. Very seriously. So I, I will say that the only reason that, I mean, I thought it was fine to watch, even though it was stupid, is because it. Because Netflix does the thing where they just dump a movie on you, and there's there's not six months of hype leading up to it, so you're already sick of it three months before it comes out. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, no, oh, just memes about Bird Box. What's Bird Box? Oh, that was dumb. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not and and it does make it a lot easier. And it's right there, right? Like it's it's just like, well, there is me. Netflix will get to this, but sure pushes the stuff pretty hard. Um, is this movie trying to tell us anything? Uh, you know, well, is, is the, there a the people people have hot takes? If that's what you're wondering, I I do you well, want to hear my hot take? I just yeah, uh, I it's do. right off the top of my head what this movie is. Um, it it's like um a response. Um, I think the timeline would maybe work. I like I said, I haven't read anything. I this might th- these takes might not have come out long enough ago 
to have influenced the film. It, it's remember those takes from, geez, the summer or maybe the spring uh, about might have even been this fall about whether or not like it's ethical to have kids in this era of uh, right wing uh, racist hysteria and climate change. Sure. Yeah, sure. uh, I I think that this movie is like a response to that 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 the world has terrible things, and things are bleak and things are terrible, and it's like a corrective to Sandra Bullock's attitude. Like you know, she talks about how you can't tell your children lies, and and you can't make pretend that the world is going to get any better for them. Which has that argument later in the film. Sure, I, th- I think that yep. this film is like I <laughs> about don't... about whether to name her children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that. So I think this movie is kind of maybe about that. That's the smartest possible thing it might be trying to say is that the future is really dark right now, but that we still owe it to our children and to the next generation to uh, give them optimism and give them hope. It's weird hmm. because um, it, it, that actually is very similar to A Quiet Place, which is like, I mean, night and day on like quality compared to this uh, a quiet place being a good movie <laughs> yeah a very good movie and and i think like that's what i was kind of getting at when i asked what is this movie and, and i guess joe you've had the best answer i've i could even think of any like thank you you know any like solid sci-fi or horror film is you know there's a bigger message that's using that genre to talk about and and i just watching this i was like i could, i just like the way this movie handles mental health in 2018/2019 is embarrassing <laughs> the like I, I mean it's just like i i just was like I, it's not scary it's not tense there's not even a memorable scene in this movie like it's just really like all i could think of is like did they know this would take off as a meme like it's just people will people don't want to talk about being blind but they'll put a blindfold on and do a bird box challenge like is it just that well i, I think I mean, there's a theory that Netflix was the one pumping out all these memes, and yeah, oh, it's an astroturf campaign for sure. I don't, I like I said, I don't know because um, I, I don't know that term. It. Astroturf is is where you kind of like the, this was basically the Tea Party thing in 2010, and it's an old, older term than that. But where you give the illusion that something is a grassroots campaign, but there's actually like big money behind it. So like the Tea Party movement in in 2010, uh, actually leading up to 2010. Was, it gave the appearance like this is just the people rising up against Obamacare and stuff, but actually like you know all the right wing billionaires and their dark money groups put pumped a ton of money into that and training. Yeah. So so it, like I said, uh, the simplest thing to do is just you pretend a campaign is grassroots, but it's actually very artificial and and corporate or wealth driven. So, so that's why it's fake. Like it's fake grass astroturf. This is like me creating all those iTunes accounts to write reviews. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it would be like that would be like if um like uh, the Koch brothers uh like hired like a, a farm like one of those like uh, computer farms in India to write us five star reviews. Per- perfect. Um, since we've been really negative, uh, can you say anything positive about this movie? Um, it looks good. It doesn't. Though. I mean, it's not. I don't think it does. I mean, it's not. Wow. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I, I like. Do you? We, we already said that. It, you even said that that it has like no, that I mean, FX. It, like it's like television. It's like I. It, it's I like, don't dislike. It's like, I don't dislike like, that though. I like that Brian Murphy miniseries look. I don't love. I don't think it's monumental or anything, but it's it's comfort food. 
He said, I, say something positive. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I didn't mean I, to, like, I didn't mean to attack you. I just thought you were contradicting yourself. I yeah. like that the rules are set up immediately. Like, the rules in the universe are, Clumsily, like, the first minute but, of this movie. But yeah. Clumsily, but, it, and that's why I was, like, when it was setting up that way, I'm like, okay, so this is, this is, like, beginning the high concept nonsense that I wanted, but then it, like, you know, went back to flashbacks and nonsense, and I was like, this isn't fun. It's not fun. It's not interesting. It's not, I, I just, <laughs> it was just, I, I, got- I had to break up this into like two different viewings because I was so bored after the first hour. I, I've got one, I guess. Uh, the sequence where they drive to the grocery store and they use okay. like, well, the way it uses GPS is obviously deeply stupid, but uh, the way it uses like the proximity alarms that are on like newer cars. Yeah. Yeah. That was, was kind of, kind of cool, but it could have been way more suspenseful um, and way grosser too. Uh, like the way they had to drive over dead bodies, but they only do it like one time. Yeah, I, I like Sarah Paulson. I think she's great. I was sad she got killed like five minutes into this movie. Is she the, who is yeah. that? That's, she's a sister. Uh, she played Sarah Paulson. She, yeah. Most recently, she was. I mean, she's in a bunch of stuff, but she was Marsha Clark in that O.J. Simpson miniseries on yep. FX. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, so um, I think that, uh, like, she seems like a pretty likable actress, and and her and Sandra Bullock really did their best to sell those scenes where they're like hanging out and being sisterly. It doesn't work yeah. at all. It's just cringeworthy, but. Also, like, it's the way they play it and the way it's written, like, until I really, yes. like, at first I didn't get that they were sisters. I'm like, are they lovers? Yes. <laughs> I thought the same thing. She's like, because, like, uh, Sandra Bullock's character is, like, in their flat painting and she comes back with groceries. I'm like, oh, well, they maybe they're together or at least roommates. No, it's just a sister bringing her some groceries. They're having um, a weird conversation about horses. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, Before. Before we lo- couples do. Before we lose track of this, one of the stupidest things I wanted to talk about, and you hit on this, Rob, is her attitude about being pregnant. Oh my god! And so, the way they set this up is that she's this like modern, cynical artist living in a flat, and she has one night stands. Like, what? Why wouldn't she have had an abortion? I, I was waiting the same thing. <laughs> yeah, like it, I mean, it makes she no literally sense that is like the kid seven months pregnant and the nurse has to be like here's the thing about getting rid of your baby because like we don't think you should have that baby like the yeah. way you're talking is deeply deeply concerning for the medical professionals around she's you. like she's like six months pregnant it's like uh whatever i'm not gonna love this baby like whoa yeah. you... <laughs> cool. neat you're such a rebel she, she talks about the baby the way a 16 year old talks about their parents yeah she... <laughs> She should have had herself one of those third trimester abortions. Yeah. Found an old clothes hanger I'd, somewhere. I'd watch that Netflix movie. Get on that <laughs> Netflix. Bird Box 2, directed by Lars von Trier. Oh. Um, what do you think happened to Eminem's cousin and that cop lady? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the other like, thing I love telegraphed. Did, I was like, I we... bet you they get together. Did we see them get killed? No, they just left. No, they they take off in the car. They steal the car. Hmm. They steal John Malkovich's car, whatever car that is. Uh, so that's another thing that's not clear. I oh, had yeah, to it's ask. not his house. I, so it's not, it's B.D. Wong's house, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. 
and they're all i like how just people just show up in that house too like everyone just like just the random people that end up showing up at that house uh what do i think they they did um i i mean i guess there's a if there really was a bird box too which honestly wouldn't be a bad idea for oh, Netflix, it's happening. considering how this did it's happening is you just follow those two characters it's bird box meets badlands yeah. <laughs> they probably went to the grocery I'm, store, I would assume. You know, I mean, yeah, it actually wouldn't have been a bad place. Yeah, maybe they got killed by the that the, the tricky dude who opened the door. Free uh is that a meat locker or a loading dock or whatever? I think it was a loading dock. Um, John John Malkovich's character always being right, I also enjoyed. Like everyone hated him and I was like, but he is always right. He's been right every step of the way on this. People still uh, never listen to him. I, I love how that John Malkovich seeing his wife die has the same level of annoyance as if they're out of cheese at a <laughs> deli or something. It's going to be so bad. Then we're supposed to care in that scene later where he talks about like how it's his third wife and she finally taught him how to be. She was like finally kind, which also sort of puts it all on his exes. Like she was just the nicest person I ever met. It's like, oh, so it's all their fault that, that you were a jerk in those first two marriages He's- didn't work. I, I think we can describe his reaction to his wife being killed as mildly inconvenienced. Yeah. I that, forgot it, to it bring was... the frozen pizza in from the car. <laughs> he he reacted the same way Sandra Bullock's character would have reacted if it would have been a stillborn. Like, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a dumb movie. It's just real dumb. Oh, here's a question. What is What did you enjoy more, the river sequences or the flashback sequences flashback the uh, river stuff is so boring it's just her yelling yeah. at kids all the time and floating also she contradicts herself because she's like we cannot talk on the river and she's talking all the damn time also like i was kind of bothered like listen this is dumb to even talk about but like if you had spent five years wandering around outside with blindfolds on or you're these kids that you were born blindfolded essentially um like I was just angry at how much she was still stumbling. I'm like, wouldn't you be pretty good at this by now? This yeah, is the only way you ever like. This is how you move around. Isn't it a scientific fact that if you take away one sense, you get like daredevil powers? <laughs> That's right. That's a fact. That is a fact. Bane was born in the darkness, I believe. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the monster does use theatricality with the leaves and such. Yeah, that's yeah. true. All right, what do you think monsters. the stupid? What do you think the mon- monsters are? Obviously, well, obviously, let's just reiterate: we don't, so, we don't care. But leaf blowers. I there's some hot. The internet has hot takes, oh, and there's okay. there's several several theories. Uh, one, and this kind of just goes into what this movie is about, but it ties into that question. Uh, so one theory that I actually kind of like is that. Uh, and this is from uh, The Root. Uh, Netflix Bird Box is really about how white people don't want to see racism. Uh, so the monster is racism. And Sandra Bullock is uh, upper class horse farm white lady who can ignore racism until it's literally going to kill her. But uh, the insane people want to see racism. They are the racists. Well, so they like it. Uh, they s- <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, another theory is that uh, it's about mental illness in that uh, uh, there's some type of line I think uh, Mallory says 
how her sister wasn't the type of person to kill herself and how mental illness can affect anyone. Interestingly, I've heard people both (laughs) like say that it's good and bad and how it portrays mental illness. I can't imagine Uh, it's good. uh, And then (laughs) uh, this is probably the one I agree with is this is from Vulture is that Bird Box feels like it was written by an algorithm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, that does. It, it was. It probably was. To be honest, I mean, this is based off a book. To be fair, so this wasn't well. Like, but I mean, straight yeah, from Netflix, it, it could take like five percent of the book. You know, like and it, it's yeah. a book that was like only came out in twenty fourteen. So it's a pretty recent book too. Yeah, um, which I guess is five years now. So, so maybe Netflix took like the top five things people seem to like in movies based on their crappy algorithm. And then they made a movie out of it. That's my so, that's my number two mm-hmm. theory. Then after the failed pilot one, yeah, I like that one. The Netflix, best. some Netflix CEO saw that. Oh, let's do a quiet place, but we'll make it with sights instead of hearing, mm-hmm. or um, or not hearing, uh, making noise. And then we'll just throw in, get a big star. We will get Sandra yep. Bullock, and then we'll just flood the market with memes. People love rivers. People do love rivers. <laughs> uh, yeah, the algorithm thing. I guess that kind of makes sense for the other big Netflix movie, Bright, right? Like, well, Will Smith and Aliens can't go wrong. Uh, guys, I've watched so many dumb Netflix movies. Like, I, I'm trying to think. None of them were good. I, 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 Outlocking was okay. That Chris Pine one. That one. I like Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I've actually watched it a second. Yeah, time. I guess Apostle was pretty good in a crazy go nuts way, but like Brights and other things are <laughs> not not a good track record. For the movies. best thing is I don't know if other things is you just saying other movies or if that's actually a Netflix the original strange, movie called uh, Other Things. <laughs> yeah, other things. That's that's the the Chris Hardwick post Stranger Things show where he just yells at us. <laughs> That's what he refers to women as. No. Oh. <laughs> they let another thing direct this movie. <laughs> Great mom, though, right? Great mother. Well, very you know, loving. <laughs> hey, she, I will say, she did what needed to be done. None of this helicopter parenting stuff. <laughs> That's, yeah, we're going, I, mean, she, I think you're a little hard on her. I mean, she seemed we're going, like she did pretty good Going job. on a trip, if you talk, you'll die. Yeah. Rob. I mean, what would you do? We in saw that more situation? touching moments. I, I, here's my argument: we saw more touching moments with the kids and Tom than we ever saw with her and the kids. Yeah, and what happened to Tom? <laughs> he got to have a really cool moment. The the strong survive. She did get a a good hunk out of this whole deal, though. That guy's a hunk. Who, oh, oh yeah, 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 for sure. Worked out pretty well in that house, all things considered. Could end up with uh, Gary. <laughs> So there was a pretty big time jump where they just had like, five those years. Kids. Yeah. Was it five years? Yeah. Yeah. So like how five years of blind. Is that a sequel to 12 years of slave? Yes. Jeez. So <laughs> all right, I just have practical questions. Like how'd they get food? That a garden grocery stores, gardens. How do you, yeah, I guess go daredevil skills, but <laughs> it's critical for us to, in order to evaluate this fairly. We can't imagine it 
as if we were there because obviously we would have died <laughs> immediately. It's people. It's people of talent. They get, how did they get the pizza delivered? <laughs> 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 how did they find a way to get the internet working again? <laughs> uh, I'm just looking through my notes, and I have written down simultaneous births! Exclamation Simultaneous <laughs> births. One of the that'd be like, a cool oh, name for a band. Too, and I'm like, would it? Yeah, simultaneous births. It's cool. That would be a good name. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a that's like a very. I mean, I guess they need that for the twist of like, oh, they're not twins. They were just born within seconds of each other in the same room. I mean, we part knew of me first, like when that was happening, I was wondering like, are are the birds causing them to be in labor? I. <laughs> I thought the bird thing was very dumb. I don't know if that's misdirection or not, but well, they the, uh, said at the beginning, like when they met, that they were due like right at the same time. I know. Oh, it's like three weeks. Each other. Maybe yeah. it's but even maybe at that moment, it, I maybe. Like, if, uh, I don't know if I should say this. All right, I'll say it. it. Maybe like how when women live together long enough, their cycles match up. So, yep. so maybe your yep. due date like syncs up if you're within like two weeks. I like this theory. We're going with it. That, all right. Yep, that works for me. I'm not looking at any woman stuff, so I think you're probably right. <laughs> the other things? <laughs> the other things. All right. I've got a question, I guess, that, that moves us into the bigger picture. So everyone evidently has watched this movie. Yes. Like the, the most common reaction I've seen from the teens is uh, a shrug and indifference. Like they, And that's not like what they're... From teenagers? No, no, no. One. I know. I know how that sounds, but like... They, they, it's we're talking about a movie, I, you know. I I got so you. like I'm yeah. just, just busting your balls. No, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. So is busting this your birds. like? <laughs> is this a success then? I guess like I just don't understand. Well, like, okay, if this movie came out in the theaters, it would have made twelve million dollars. Like it, it would have been out of theaters yeah. within a month. It would have gotten like yes. well, I already did get terrible reviews, but with a theatrical release that matters more, and yes. it maybe would have had a big opening weekend because of the like astroturf memes and stuff. But that wouldn't have given it any legs or anything. There would have been those memes though, because people wouldn't like. It's different when you have to pay some money and go to a place and watch something versus like it's emailed to you and every time you open up your streaming app it's the thing that shows up. Yeah, exactly. That that's part of it too, but um so I just don't is this what I I don't want to be one of those guys that's like Netflix is ruining movies. I I mean I do think like it's dumb uh, overall. Like I don't I I I, th- I wouldn't really care, I guess, that they bypass theaters if their movies were good, but they're barely ever good. And and they mostly have absolutely no impact on the culture whatsoever. So except this did, I, I evidently well, I guess, but did it in a meaningful way or I like, I, I, don't I, think I think it, ever no one's going to be talking about it or remembering it even within like a week or two. I think six months from now, no one will be talking about this. They'll be talking about it the same way they like I how I had forgotten all about Bright until <laughs> people talk like tell someone mentioned that and they didn't even it's always a bad sign when someone doesn't even refer to it as the movie i just heard it referred to it as that will smith orc buddy cop movie <laughs> well you know it's funny you mentioned this about netflix uh 
Joe, I was out with some friends on Saturday night, and uh, a friend, uh, a friend of mine, was blown away that Bird Box was a movie and not a show. He had thought it was a show the entire time. Well, he was like, "It's it's a movie." We're like, "Yeah." He's like, "I thought it was like some show." He thought it was like a five or six episode show. I can see that, and was just blown away that it was an actual movie. Um, and and I, I guess that gets to the whole Netflix model in general. So Netflix claims this received 45 million views in seven days, which is a lot. I'm pretty skeptical of that. But <sighs> well, a, a lot of go- but I've never. Uh, it's been a long time since I had a movie that this many kids at my school have like seen. Like it's it's well, well over half of every class, which is remarkable. And, and I and I'm skeptical about that too. Um, because it's, you know, unlike box office numbers, which people go to and they pay for a ticket and they go to a movie and we know, you know, how much money and more importantly, how many people and how many theaters and movies at, this is just Netflix telling us how their Netflix movie did. Yeah. I don't trust them at all. And and that's Netflix's thing in general is that they'll just tell you, it's like, oh, lots of people are watching house of cards and yep. We're like, okay. And Netflix claims a view, at least. Too bad no one was watching Kevin Spacey on certain evenings. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix's claim to view is seventy percent, but like they don't. That doesn't necessarily mean like this could just be semantics. Like I just I have a hard time believing forty-five million people. So well, worldwide, here- worldwide, watch seventy percent plus this movie. Yeah, and we've had how many t- how many t- times have we had? We we have proof. That tech companies have lied about viewers. Yeah. Like we know, yeah, Facebook. Facebook lied about how many uh, views they were getting on on videos and and traffic on their feed, and used it to scam like advertisers and stuff. Which so, so I, like, I, why should we believe Netflix? I I I don't doubt that a lot of people watched it because again, this had a very good uh, meme explosion. Like mm-hmm. all of a sudden, there were my Twitter feed was just full of. Sandra Bullock oh, that, blindfolded uh, on a boat. That's John Spencer's side project, right? <laughs> God, that's such a bad joke. <laughs> dad, dad joke right there. Uh, uh, but at the same time, I I always wonder how many people number one finished the movie and number two actually liked it. I think is a yeah. It's kind of yeah, the whole. I- it's kind of the whole quantitative versus qualitative argument. Now Nielsen Nielsen. Uh, tracks is two they said it was 26 million now nielsen's a little different right but at least it's an independent entity it said it was 26 million in the first week which is not 45 but still is like a pretty big number um so obviously this this did have like i believe netflix and that they say this was the most watched movie they've had so it's, here's yeah, here's another question here's another question what is week two and three like how many people are coming back or get yeah good word of mouth i mean it's kind of like you know, even god awful DC movies like the Superman versus Batman or whatever, like that'll have a huge opening, and then I'll just lose like seventy five percent of its audience the second week. I mean, Batman versus Superman. Uh, you know, I don't know what it was, but it made some astronomical amount of money the first week, mm-hmm. and then it just dropped off the second week. And even though it made I don't know, probably six or seven hundred million dollars. It was viewed as a failure, yeah, because everyone saw it and hated it, and there was no good word of mouth. 
I'm just curious about whether or not, like, how much it matters. Like, there. That's the interesting thing. Like, I I think that people subscribe to Netflix the same way people subscribe to cable in like 1993. Like, it's just a thing. Like, oh, you just have it. It's a thing that you have. Like, it's weird to not have. It was weird to not have cable. Like, well, my family didn't, but like, <laughs> it is kind of strange to not have cable or satellite in like 19 in like the <sighs> mid 90s, right? Yeah. So it this, seems this, like most people just have Netflix because of just inertia, I think. Yeah. I, I think I people agree. tend to like say that they like it, but in the same way that like you would say like, oh, I like TV, but there's no, <laughs> you're not like passionate about it and it doesn't it's, mean anything. Like there's a, that's a thing that's there that will give me something to have on in the background or something to do on a Tuesday night or whatever, right? It's like yeah. those people on Facebook whose favorite activities are having fun and <laughs> movies. Hanging out with friends. Sure. Yeah. So what is there going to be a point where the quality of their product actually does start to matter? And I, I think Netflix has some good stuff. I think there, there's a few TV shows on Netflix that I really like. I like Low a lot, but most of their stuff is is pretty average. As I, I still think like for how much you pay, it's it's fine it's a it's a fine deal i suppose that was going to be my point is that there's i think netflix's i think their biggest knock is that pre-1980 there's all of five movies on netflix but but again uh the cost of netflix is basically what i spend going out for lunch and there's still you know countless shows that are great yeah like you, you I mean, Glow alone, I'm just, like, I could name off, you know, like, Lady Dynamite. Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Uh, and, again, there's, so, like, you know, I can watch current Marvel movies or whatever, things like sure. that. So what does this change, I guess, is my question. Because it just seems like, it does everyone who's going to have Netflix already have Netflix, A, and B, what would it take for people to stop ha- having Netflix? It just seems to me that they would have to... It would just have to be well. Okay, there's there's two thoughts here. It had to be years of a mediocre product, a and then B. Yep. I think like there is more competition coming down the pipeline that's going to make streaming services probably suck because they're so, all going to get all split up. But or, interestingly, I saw that I think it was a uh, Todd Vanderwolf at Vox was talking about how Netflix's most popular stuff isn't made by Netflix, and you saw this with. Uh, the big hubbub over friends, friends. yeah and I, it, it I isn't like jeopardy re- super popular on that platform too yeah like it turns out people just want to watch the same reruns that the cable networks are fighting over people, in syndication so i i found it says a recent chart compiled by vox's sister site recode using analytics from Jumpshot underlines the major issues most viewed Netflix shows as a percentage of all Netflix shows. Number one is The Office. Number two is Friends, Parks and Recreation, Grey's Anatomy, New Girl, Supernatural, That 70s Show, Criminal Minds, NCIS, Arrested Development, Shameless, Gilmore Girls. So I think wow. this is... Yeah. yeah. Wow, it's incredible. All right, guys. Well, Duff, I know it's only been a few weeks, but do we have any dark web content? Uh, this is not very deep, dark web content, because I'm guessing everyone's seen it, but uh, you guys done the Bird Box Challenge? 
No. Have I, no, I have not. I have not. You know, it's weird. Growing up, we just called it when people were blind. <laughs> it's like a thing you <laughs> talked about. No, it's, it's called Marco Polo. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Stevie Wonder. Oh, man. My grandfather was blind. And I remember I knew some uh, in elementary school, I answered some questions about how blind people like live their lives and my oh, teachers no. were impressed. Yeah. How, how I was correct. You... I I knew different things. Just like how like when uh How were you like... how were you more sensitive when you were a little kid? <laughs> I just I you know, I I'm sensitive. Sensitive what? person. That's what ha- sensitive people have say, you, right? Have you have you had to explain people with disabilities or such to Sam? Um Yeah, I think so. Why'd you tell him? I just said, just be happy you're not one of them. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and then, you know, then you learn to not take things for granted. Shut up, put the blanket over your head. Don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm a little more gentle than that. Uh, anyways, uh, the, the the bird box challenge. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing most people have seen this. It's uh, where you just stumble around with a blindfold on and someone tapes you and there's uh i'm sure there's i'm sure by the time we release this there's gonna be a death and i'm gonna feel bad but uh you sent me one of a baby i it was not a baby it was like a three-year-old it was a toddler walk three-year-old that was a toddler all right i'm bad at these age things but (laughs) it was uh a little kid walking into a wall because their dad made him do the bird box challenge he grabbed onto the kid's hand. The dad was also blindfolded and just walked the blindfolded toddler into a wall. <laughs> uh, we do not endorse the bird box challenge. Please. <laughs> I mean, this is my first time not being able to see you two during our podcasting since we all have the blindfolds on. Uh, what is your favorite and least favorite bird? <laughs> okay. I- uh uh, I think I, I I am positive that my least favorite is parrot. Parrots are okay. bitches, man. I think a parrot would be a terrible gift. They're they live forever. Yeah, they, they literally live like eighty or a hundred years or something like that. My uncle, my uncle had a damn parrot. Parrot was it just annoying, and it. I think part of my hatred for parrots is that my uncle, like he would make us have the parrot have a spot at Thanksgiving at the table. So what? St- Get real. <laughs> a stupid parrot would be on its oh perch. Oh, gosh. My, my aunt had parakeets, and one time the parakeet got out of the cage, and she had, you know, like those strips, like those like uh, strips you would put out to, like, catch bugs or, like, sticky pads? Oh, no. <laughs> the bird landed on the sticky pad while she was at work. Oh, and that was the end of that <laughs> bird it, mat. It died. Wouldn't it have just <laughs> oh, gotten? Yeah. F- I think it died. I think it freaked out and probably died. My, my favorite bird is that that cool like fluorescenty bird that tidies up the floor and does that cool dance. That was that was in Planet Earth. Wilson's Bird of Paradise. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, that I, I like its moves. I enjoy the way it prepares for dates. <laughs> and ties up its little its little area. I like that. Um, uh, good birds are peacocks. I like peacocks. 
No, my I aunt also had peacocks. They could be really surly. Excuse Wait, me. What? <laughs> yeah. Why? And my aunt had peac. Uh, she lived on like. Oh, the that's marsh. right. She was. She's on Wisconsin. So. No, this was this was in Wisconsin. So like, what did what about the winter? I don't remember. I was pretty young, but those peacocks. I would be like, oh my god, I want to go take a look at those peacocks. And I would like as a little kid. I'm like probably six. I'd walk up to the peacocks, and they are surly. Yeah, and they would get really mad and chase the other terrible kind of bird that's, that's is, fair um uh oh I, sorry you ever, geese yep i was just oh, about to say man. easy answer for least favorite bird is geese yeah, yeah. geese awful they, they hiss and they bite yeah they hiss oh it's horrifying <laughs> <laughs> you guys have anything else for the good of the order good of the good of the bullocks the the birds the bird boxes Feed the birds. Feed the birds. Feed the birds. Toppins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On that note, Joe, anything else? No, man. No. <laughs> we somehow avoided this movie so all right, so far. Aren't, aren't you glad part. you can talk to the kids about uh, the hip movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah, and I, yeah sure. <laughs> I would argue an hour with us about Bird Box is better than two hours with Bird Box. Yes. Well, we'll Easy. let the people so. decide. Yeah, probably true. All right, guys. We will be back in the future with a new season, in all likelihood, with a theme. It won't be uh, us just doing the zeitgeist. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll be back in the future.